coffee all the time. Where do you like to eat? What's your favorite food? What's the best thing you've ever eaten? That's why we're here now. Not only to tell you what we love to eat, but where you can go get it. This is so absolutely delicious, and the fact it's on a stick is even better. Incredible food on a stick. We all love lollipops, but these lollipops are crazy. They hand them to you fresh and ready to go, and there's nothing better than that. You put it in your mouth, you pull, it just explodes. Pow, boom, done. You can put absolutely anything on a stick, but to me, you gotta go for the grilled corn acathiabonis. I'm telling you, it is one of the best things you will ever taste. I lived in New York City for about 14 years, and I was about three blocks away from one of the best restaurants on the planet, which is Cafe Habana. It's simple, it's Cuban, and one of the best things on the menu is their grilled corn on a stick. It's everything your mouth loves. It's spicy, sour, salty, and sweet. It's one of the best things I've ever had. So the grilled corn and stick at Cafe Habana is traditional and it's perfect. We use cotija cheese, chili powder, and our secret ingredient, which is mayonnaise. But before you balk, you need to try it and you'll fall in love and become a corn addict. They'll grill the corn, so it's sort of kind of charred and blistered and smoky and sweet all at the same time. Then when they're ready, we put the apple stick to hold the corn. And then they start to build the layers up from there. So it's the charred corn, and they put a nice smear of creamy mayonnaise on top of that. And then it's got a cotillo cheese, which is a sharp cow's milk cheese. And then chile piquín, a piece of lime. And it comes two ears per order and it is everything you ever want to bite. It's spicy, it's sour, it's sweet, it's fresh, it's crunchy, it's grilled, and it's all on a stick. I'm like the Cafe Havana Joker. Way they get a load of me. It is delicious. You know, what's left is just a raw corn cob. I've stripped it clean, like a piranha. You gotta check it out. The grilled corn at Cafe Havana is definitely one of the best things I've ever eaten. I want to talk about a food that's always been on a stick. That's probably been around as long as sticks have been around, though I can't prove that. And that's the lollipop. We all love lollipops. But these lollipops are part lolly, part ice cream pop. They meet in the middle somewhere. That is the beauty of the lollipop trio at Stefan's LA Farm. First time I tried these, I went there with a friend and he said, you gotta try these lollipops. And they were incredible. The beauty is that you get three really, really different flavors. One is a red wine, one is a mint, and one is a citrus passion fruit. And the way he makes them is crazy. First, I need liquid nitrogen. I have a tank here. It is eight times as cold as the moon. You can't stick your fingers in for a second. You leave them in there, you can snap them off like a carrot. This isn't just a gimmick, because when you freeze something that fast, the size of the ice crystals are very, very small and makes a really, really creamy, smooth pop. First one is the pineapple one. There's always something in the middle of the pop, be it chocolate, fruit, you don't know. And then it'll freeze that. And then you start the layering process. You dip it into the vanilla base. And then immediately into the liquid nitrogen. Back to the fruit, back in the nitrogen. Back in the ice cream base, back in the nitrogen. Dipping, 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 dipping. And it kind of just builds, builds, builds up. So you have all these sort of concentric circles underneath the pop. One, two, three. After he freezes it, he then puts it in a regular freezer so it actually warms up. Is that blowing your mind that I'm telling you that he's putting it in a freezer to warm it up? Because the thing is negative 300 degrees when you're done dipping it. You can't just bite into that thing. It'll rip your whole face off. When it's at a normal temperature, like negative 10 degrees, say, 
Then you can serve it to people. Our famous lollipop trio. Gorgeous. I always like to assign my own logic to the order. I want to start off with my amuse-bouche and awaken my palate, so I'm going to have that bright, sour, tangy passion fruit. One down, two to go. And then for my main course, I'm having a nice red wine. Mm, that is so good. And then I finish up with the mint because it's going to refresh my palate. Sweet bliss. So that's why this is clearly the best food on a stick. Corn dogs, number one food on a stick. Oh, yeah. Golden brown, beautiful corn dog. Oh, man. <laughs> the best corn dog ever, ever, ever is at Shake Shack in New York City. I reserve the word delicious for only things that are perfectly delicious. And this corn dog, it's delicious. Shake Shack is the coolest place to go to. It's in the middle of a park in New York City. Everybody knows Shake Shack for the burgers. No, 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 no. It's the corn dog. But you can only get it three times a year. Memorial Day weekend, Fourth of July weekend, and Labor Day weekend. That's it. The corn dog does not show up on the menu except for those times. That's all. And guess what? The fireworks that happen on July 4th, I think are really celebrating the fact that the corn dog is back at Shake Shack. Their corn dog is made up from an all Vienna beef hot dog. The first step here is taking the skewered hot dog and it's battered with our uh, proprietary recipe. And the cornbread batter is just awesome. Main ingredients are cornmeal, fresh jalapenos, and black pepper with some other secret spices and ingredients in there. It's just the right amount of sweetness, just the right amount of kick, and it fries to a deep golden brown. And once that comes out, we put a little bit of kosher salt on the top there and serve some of that Rick's Picks handy corn relish on the side. So you get hot corn dog that's like right out of the fryer. Look at that. Incredible. Food on a stick. Just needs a little bit of mustard. Oh, yum. As soon as you bite into the corn dog from Shake Shack, you taste hot cornbread that kind of melts in your mouth, but with a crispy crust. Mmm. And then you hit the dog. And the dog, because it's all beef, it's actually meaty. It's so good. I just have one question for you, Shake Shack people. Why only three days a year? Does that make it taste better? It might. It might. Genius. There's nothing better than on a hot summer day eating a great ice pop. You're racing against the sun before it melts and gets all over the place. I love that. So yeah, when I think about the best thing I ever ate on a stick, I think about the strawberry ice pops at Mandarinas in San Francisco, California. You know, homemade and it's fresh fruit. It's a home run. What makes Mandarina's ice pops so good is that they're fresh, fresh, fresh. My inspiration for the ice pops came from my childhood in Mexico, and I wanted to bring to the States the experience of all fruit, natural ice pop. Great thing about Mandarina's is they change their menu every week according to the seasons, but the one thing that's always on there, their standard and their staple, is the strawberry ice pop. So we use fresh strawberries, locally grown whenever possible. You know, it's not a concentrate. It's just jam-packed with fresh fruit. And then we add, oh, just about a quarter cup of sugar, and stir them up a little bit, put them in the refrigerator, and let them chill for a few hours. To help the flavor of the fruit shine through. After that, we put them in the blender, add a little water, and add the rest of the sugar. Put in some strawberry pieces. They pour it into molds, just like you would a popsicle. Put the sticks in, freeze them eight to 10 hours, and voila. Here we have 
our strawberry ice pops. They hand them to you homemade and fresh and ready to go, and there's nothing better than that. So you get a bite of the popsicle, you know, it melts a little bit, and then you get some strawberry with that. I love that flavor. I mean, especially summertime, to me, it's all about the strawberry. It's almost like a fruit cup on a stick. Simple. Man, I need to open an ice pop shop. Maybe, you know, setting up a business. Cat Core's Ice Pops. Hey, I love it. Make it out. <laughs> For me, when I travel around the world, street food is where I often find myself graduating towards. I love street foods, and oftentimes it's street food that I eat on a stick. One of the most delicious dishes I've eaten anywhere on my travels was in Vietnam, and it's called chow thom, which is shrimp paste on a sugarcane stick, deep fried. And the best place to get it in the United States, I've found, is the Golden Deli in San Gabriel, California. It's just bliss on a stick. Vietnam was one of the countries that I'd always wanted to visit. So when I went traveling, I wasn't in the country for very long, but I made every opportunity just to eat food, either in the streets or in restaurants, and I became a real fan of it. The reason the Golden Deli's chow tom is so good is just the care and attention they put towards it. For preparing the shrimp paste, we use a whole lot of shrimp. They mince those up, they add a little bit of egg whites. And we add some pork fat. Which gives it a real depth of flavor. And we add tapioca starch to thicken it up a little bit. Some minced garlic. And then we add the special seasoning, which is a family secret and then molding that onto a sugarcane stick. They steam it first to make it really light and fluffy, and then they fry it. So you get the crunch coating on the outside, but you get much more delicate insides than you might do at a street food cart. They bring it to the table, served with really fresh herbs and really fresh salads and some rice paper wraps. And from there, I make these little packages. Starting with the flavor of the chow tom itself, you just peel it off the sugarcane, break it into some bite-sized chunks. So you have the delicate shrimp, you have a little bit of spicing in there, you have the depth and richness of the pork fat. And then if you want a bit more crunch, you can add some grated carrot. If you want a bit more heat, you can add some hot sauce. If you want some peanuts, you can add those in and then wrap it up and just get a wonderful mouth-sized parcel. So you've got lots of textures and lots of flavors and it really packs a punch. I think one of the reasons why chow tom is so special is here, the stick, the sugar cane, is absolutely integral to the dish because it adds sweetness. And afterwards, if you're you know, still a bit peckish, you can nibble away on it, and I often do for a few minutes before I get my check. Perfect. You can have shish kebab, you can have skewers, you can have this and that for me. It all starts with a caramel, salty, creamy, sugary, tart, crispy, juicy caramel apple. Now here's the thing, I've had a lot of candy apples and a lot of different kinds, but in this contest of food on a stick, the caramel apple is taking the prize. When I was pregnant, one of the things I craved was caramel apples, I had to have them. And the best caramel apple I ever ate, hands down, is from the Charleston Candy Kitchen in Charleston, South Carolina. It's caramely goodness on a stick. I was in Charleston headed to the open air market, or at least that's what I thought until on my way, I discovered the Charleston Candy Kitchen. We're just a good old-timey candy store, and people seem to love it. There are many things I love about this caramel apple that kind of set it apart from all the others, but I think the main thing is the way they make their caramel. This candy apple is a homemade caramel that they make in a big copper kettle. And what is it about when they cook in copper that just adds something to the experience? The copper kettle allows you to have more even cooking, and that's how traditionally candy was made, so we try to keep it, you know, along the same lines. The way they make these apples is very simple. I'm going to start today off with our measured corn syrup. Sugar. And add our two quarts of half and half. 
evaporated milk, they bring it up to 230 degrees, they put the Granny Smith apple on a stick and they just twirl it in the caramel, take it out, let it cool, and then it is yours. The caramel apple has this sort of chewy, gooey, salty, sugary, creamy factor going on, and with the tartness of the Granny Smith, forget it. I have made the mistake of asking them to bag this apple up as if I was gonna wait till I got home. Who are you kidding? You get it, you unwrap it, you eat it right then and there. You could make a candy apple at home. You really could, but it wouldn't be quite like this. You need that copper kettle. You need that magical feeling in the air. You need that big juicy apple. You need to go to Charleston Candy Kitchen right now. Run, don't walk, run. It's irresistible. It may be life-changing. You may just be like, you know what? This is the only chicken I can eat. This is the only place I can go. Take your family, tell your friends. It's gonna be a chain email after that. When I think about the best thing I've ever eaten on a stick, it is absolutely the yakitori at Yakitori in Los Angeles. It's a chicken meatball. And to have it that simple, but that knock your socks off is pretty remarkable. So yakitori is really simple. It's just chicken that is grilled on a stick over charcoal. Yaki means uh, grill. Tori means chicken. This guy has devoted his life to chicken. Just chicken. And he's got the ultimate chicken meatball. I buy uh, fresh, the live chicken every morning. And he hand chops it. Put in the grinder, we add a very natural sea salt. I think there's more than salt in chicken in there. Only natural sea salt. There's gotta be something else in there. But if it's that simple, then okay, perfect. And enough said. Then he makes three meatballs on a skewer and it's grilled over binchotan, which is Japanese charcoal. It literally looks like a stick that's been burnt, but it lends itself to this light, light smoke note. And the temperature is just right so that they never burn, there's never a flame up, but it has that incredible flavor, smokiness, and when he grabs the bowl, that's when you start to shake. He literally pulls it off and then brings it over to you and drops it onto your plate. Oh, that's beautiful. You pick it up and you start eating it right away, right off of the stick. Amazing. It's rich, it's decadent, and very pure and clean in its flavor. And I love to add a little bit of this special spicy Japanese mustard to it. That heat going with the fat, it's just a perfect combination. If the Italians knew about these meatballs, they'd be in trouble. So juicy, it's incredible. Seriously, it does not get better than this. This thing just hits it out of the park every time. Who knew you could get a salad on a stick like that? I get it. If you think of something on a stick, you think of candied apples, frozen treats, corn dogs. But I have something far more unique. Well, I'm a sucker for caprese salad. A caprese salad is tomatoes, fresh creamy mozzarella, and basil. And at Mini Bar in Washington, D.C., Chef Jose Andres does this caprese salad injection. Basically, the basic, basic caprese salad, although it's on a stick and it's eaten in one bite. It's pretty darn cool. Welcome to Mini Bar. Mini Bar is a six-seat little restaurant that has a special tasting menu, little bites of food, and lots of them. And that is where you find these gastronomical creations that Chef Jose Andres does. The dish is very simple. Uh, you get three ingredients, only making sure that you're going to experience them in a different way. The caprese salad injection is the cherry tomato on a little pipette, like in chemistry class, and inside you get liquid mozzarella. It's like the perfect little caprese salad all in one bite. So what we're doing is these cherry tomatoes, 
We cook it in boiling water for 15 seconds and quickly we turn it to ice because what we want to do is just take the skin but never cook inside of the tomato. And it's so incredibly sweet and juicy. Then the mozzarella water is made from mozzarella. The water of the mozzarella, salt, and then we blend it. And so it's this like silky, milky sort of mozzarella freshness that you get. The next step, we're going to introduce the mozzarella inside of the pipette. We do the same with the extra virgin olive oil and then do the caprese salad. Balsamic reduction. With a little hint of basil. A little bit of sea salt. And here it is, caprese salad injection. This is a one-biter. You pick up the pipette, you put it in your mouth, you pull, it just explodes. Pow! Boom! Done. Pure injection of liquid mozzarella, unadulterated by anything else, with the sweetness of the tomato and a little bit of sweetness from the basil, so it's sort of a whole caprese salad in your mouth. Who knew you could get a caprese salad on a stick like that? It was really phenomenal.